Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Swearing Mamas podcast. My name is Lauren. So this week I surveyed our communities, well I guess kind of a mix of Swearing Mamas and just like people in my own life. Um, So I did a Facebook Live video and then kind of went around on like Twitter and different places to find out uh, what is something people would like for their child to know in the future sometime down the line. Um, And it could be any kind of like answer. It doesn't have to be, you know, it's like your last dying words and it's not the only thing you can tell your kid in the future, but just what's something that you want them to know. And we got responses from people of all different ages and backgrounds, so I'm really excited. Um, And I'll start by saying uh, one of my own, which is I want my son to know um, what kind of sacrifices that I've made for him. And it's everything from, like, the big sacrifice of, you know, my body. For nine months, I couldn't have a drink if I wanted one. Um, you know, it was painful to walk and do certain things for long periods of time. And, you know, my stomach will always probably have the stretch marks that I have now. And, you know, just changing the way that my whole body looks. Um, also down to his smaller moments, like almost every time (laughs) for the first year and even still now that I would, finish making food for myself, he would wake from nap, or he would be playing on his own, but then he would cry. He'd fall, or drop something, or whatever it may be, and, uh, get upset and need comforting. Um, or I'd make us both a meal, we'd sit down together, and he wouldn't want any of the three things I had placed on his plate, and rather than just sitting there with me, he would throw a fit until I got him down, so... You know, my meals were delayed and they were cold and, um, and a lot of times I didn't even get anything to eat or drink until 2 p.m. I know there have been days I didn't even get a sip of water until 2 p.m., let alone change out of my pajamas, make a meal, brush my teeth, shower. Um, and the reason that I want him to know this in the future, it's two parts. One part is... I feel like right now, he can't appreciate those things. Um, And we don't parent to receive recognition, obviously. Uh, That's not what this is all about. (laughs) Um, But it is really hard to do a job and to work so hard at at any kind of job and to just never receive any, um, not even recognition, but maybe just like affirmations or you know, to never, to, to just serve someone day in and day out and to never receive a thank you or even to oftentimes not get a hug or a kiss or a smile when that's all that you're longing for all day and, you know, in exchange for, you know, sacrificing so much for these little people. And it's hard and, you know, I want him to know that in the future because I think that it would really inform an appreciation for me that could lead to, like, a friendship and just a deeper, richer relationship, and, um, and I don't need, like, him to buy me, you know, a cruise or (laughs) a car or anything fancy, but I would love, um, to one day maybe hear him say, like, thank you for, um, everything that you did for me, 
Um, but part two is that I want him to know all of that because it's so hard to wrap your brain around, I feel like, if you haven't been through it. And um, granted, he'll never he'll never go through the pregnancy side of it, but, you know, if he is a parent or maybe, like, does something with his life that is extremely service-oriented, he may sort of start to understand and, you know, if we have those conversations or if he listens to these podcasts or whatever it may be and he understands really what kind of sacrifices went into raising him, I think that he could never really feel unloved or alone or unwanted um, because for someone to go through these times, um, you know, if you listen to the last episode, I talk about how I haven't had the opportunity to grieve and mourn on my own. Like, I've experienced these great losses and I've still gotten out of bed to care for him while my whole world was, you know, dark and breaking. I've, you know, like I just mentioned, gone hours and hours with nothing to eat or drink. Like, I've done all of these things that have been colossal and so hard for him. And, um, <clears throat> I think that is huge to know. And, um, and I think that once we realize that's what our parents really do for us, um, it really, um, it really affects how loved we believe that we are, um, and how wanted we believe that we are. Um, and that's like, you know, whether your parents, um, had you naturally or whether you're adopted or you have a step parent or any of those things. Like, you know, my child slapped the shit out of me yesterday and it really hurt. And like, he's was hitting me again today. Like, those are the moments that are going to happen to you no matter what, you know, style of family that you have. And, um, and so even regardless of the pregnancy and birth aspect, like to be a parent is to show so much, so much love, so much sacrifice. And I think once you know that it's a real feeling of, um, of love and support and, uh, and yeah, I hope that he knows that because I, you know, I never want him to feel alone or that he's not good enough. So, yeah, that's my answer. Um, and I also, um, uh, so I asked that question. I also asked everyone if they had any kind of, like, funny stories that they wanted to share, uh, recently with their kids, so <clears throat> I'm just going to read some to you guys, and it'll be a good mix of, you know, both what they want their kid to know and also some funny stories mixed in. So let's get started. Courtney says, I want my son to know that there are many things that he needs to learn. Three of the most important are honesty, integrity, and the ability to effectively communicate. At the end of the day, if you don't have all three, you're going to be a slave to other people and the world around you. And then, um, she had a few stories that were really cute. So she said, um, that his teacher was eating a granola bar in class and he was throwing toys into a bin instead of placing them in gently. Teacher called him out on it and her child responded to say, and you're not supposed to talk with your mouth full. Um, and then she had another one that said, um, she took him on a go-kart ride 
And uh, as I take him on a go-kart ride pedal to the metal, he shouts as loud as ever, this is kicking the Jesus right out of me. (laughs) That's one of my favorite um, things we've ever received. This is kicking the Jesus right out of me. I'll be saying that. (laughs) Um, And then she actually had another one uh, for him as well, which is the internet was a new thing when I was growing up. Don't complain about a little lag in your connection because your little ass will never understand the struggle of having to wait for other people to get off the damn phone just so you could sign on to AOL. Cue the annoying tones and you've got mail sounds just so you could see who's online and chat with complete strangers and friends about idiotic nonsense. And choose your email address and screen names wisely. They don't age well. <laughs> Love it. I'm just thinking I should have asked her what was her AOL um, or her AIM screen name. I had a lot of different ones. Um, some of my friends and I would like change them for whatever was the thing of the moment like, song lyrics and things, and, yeah, if you guys had an embarrassing AIM name, please send it my way. I think my, I had, I think I had She Plays Guitar too, which is so bad, and that was my YouTube name, which cannot be changed, so that's still my YouTube URL, youtube.com slash She Plays Guitar too. my personal, um, although Swearing Mamas is on YouTube as well, and you should follow us, I did upload a video recently, um, but yeah, and I think I had a screen name that was, like, Lauren X Lame. What a, what a time growing up. i definitely love to hear more embarrassing screen names if you guys have them. Um, but yes, kids need to know that because it's, like, they, everything is so instant now, and sometimes adults need to remember this, too, when they get frustrated with technology. I'm, like, think back to what we had to go through back in the old times. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, I have another. This one was on Twitter, and it was at Hugo's Posts. Um, what would you want your kids to know in the future? He says, close the front slash pantry slash garage slash car slash fridge door, please. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> we received. Okay. Um Seth, which is my husband, says I want him to know how loved he's always been and I want him to know that I'm always there for him in any way that he needs me. Andrea says, I want my future child to know how much they are wanted and how much love my husband and I will give them along with both of our families as well as his adopted brother, Oliver. <laughs> Andrea um, had a, <clears throat> she had a 4th of July party and we went there and I think I might have mentioned it on, I'm not sure if I mentioned it on here or not, but it was basically my first time meeting these friends and they were super awesome and Oliver loved Andrea right away and he pretty much just clung to her the whole time. So I was like... Yeah, she's like, this is my child. I'm like, you can have him. Maybe not permanently, but, like, sometimes. Seth said, also said, I also want him to know how to garden. <laughs> Which, this was a joke, because he had to uh, pull weeds yesterday, and it was a real struggle. We, our flower beds are not in a great condition. So he wants Seth to know how to garden. I want him to as well. Isn't that like, 
if anyone has any great ideas about this, let me know. But, like, it would be so genius if your kid could just learn all the things that you can't do or don't want to do or are bad at. So, if anyone's got... Because I can't teach him, though. I can't teach him how to do all that because I'm not good at it. Maybe there's, like, a weed-pulling summer camp. <laughs> uh, I do not know. <clears throat> so, Christina says... I want all of my children to know that no matter what, I always tried my absolute hardest to put them and their happiness first before anything and anyone else. I want them to know how loved they are today and always, and I want them to know that they truly saved me. I love that, too, because um, the bit about, like, they saved me, um, like, just having my son changed everything about my life and me as a person, um, in terms of, like, I'm able to let go of so much more now. Um, it gave me so much perspective, um, and it has truly lightened my life, and there have been extremely difficult times since I had him, which, like, I, you know, if you guys want to hear about that, I talked about it in last week's episode, but, um, there have been really hard times, and, Having that little, like, firstly, sense of purpose and you know that you have to get up and care for this person, but also, like, having someone who sees that you're crying and runs over to hug you, um, someone who always wants, you know, you to be there for them and always wants you to be smiling, like, that is, uh, that really is a big, it really does save you. Um, okay. So, on to the next. Edie says, I would want my kids to know now that I'm very proud and I've always been proud of both of them. And how I'm never disappointed in who they are. The bad choices they make may make me feel bad or scared for them, but it's never made me think less of them. I believe in both of them more than they believe in themselves. And I'm sure that you guys can figure out that that's my mom. (laughs) I couldn't decide going in if I was gonna play it cool, like she was a different listener, or if I was gonna just say, like, Okay, there's only so many people with that name. Um, So, yeah, I'll just say that it's my mom, and I thought that was a really nice uh, thing as well. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That was nice. She also, though, had a story (laughs) that I would like to share. And it says, My daughter loved her baby brother from the moment I brought him home. She's never jealous. Eventually, he got older and learned to crawl. His favorite thing to do was crawl into her nice, tidy little room and begin to pull down anything he could reach. Rows of Barbies, the fully furnished dollhouse, food from the kitchen set. Finally, one particularly d- disastrous day, she said to me in such a serious little voice, Mommy, I decided I think we better take him back and trade him for a girl. And, um, so that's me. (laughs) That's me as a kid and my brother. And I love my brother so very much. And he truly has always been one of my favorite people. But yes, he is, has always also been a little monster. And, uh, 
The reason I'm so glad she shared this story is because Oliver does these things exactly right now. Like, that's exactly what he does. And, again, I have been like, can we trade him for a girl? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, Oliver's amazing, but he does make those disasters constantly. And why I think it's so funny is because um, his middle name, we named him after my brother, Um, I'm not sure if I already mentioned this during our pregnancy episode or not, but when I was pregnant, like, Oliver just kept giving me, like, a heart attack. Like, there was a time when they couldn't find a heartbeat, and they told me that I needed to go have an an emergency uh, sonogram done. And I went, and um, this kid was doing backbends, y'all. He was literally, like, dancing, but he was truly, like, doing a backbend away from the, uh, thingy thing that they put on you, um, and so I was just like, oh my god, I mean, I go in there, right, and I'm, like, braced, like, I'm prepared that I might come out with having lost my child, like, my husband worked over an hour away, so he couldn't come, and my mom's in Maryland, and so I had to, like, call the only friend that I knew was nearby, and I had to tell her going in, like, hey, they couldn't find a heartbeat, I might come out and not have, like, I might come out and have lost my child, and, like, if that's the case, could you maybe come be here with me? And then I walk in, and he's doing backbends, y'all. That just, like, I was like, that little shit in that moment, that's when I was like, okay, that little shit definitely has the genes that come from my side of the family that skipped me. (laughs) Because that is the same type of things that I could have seen Dylan doing. Um, so, yeah, for those reasons, I gave, uh, I gave Oliver his middle name. Like, that day, it was pretty much decided, because it had been in the mix. Like I said, Dylan's just, like, one of my favorite people, and I love him so much. Um, so I already kind of wanted to, like, do something to honor him, but, geez, after that moment, I was like, okay, yeah, you're related to your uncle. (laughs) Okay, so, Sherry says, uh, seeing, she has daughter, two daughters named Shannon and Allie, seeing Shannon and Allie grow up together and become best friends was one of the best things about parenting. As soon as Allie could crawl, she would crawl to Shannon's bedroom first thing she got out of her crib, then they both slept together because Shannon didn't want to be apart. I love that. That is so sweet. And then Allie, we asked Allie, she was in the live video as well. I mean, not in the video, like, in the chat on the live video. Anyway, we asked her uh, what she would want her future kids to know, and she says um, that it's okay to make mistakes and you have to let things go. And her sister, Shannon, says that um, if she has a kid, she wants to make sure um, they know they're always loved. And then we have a story from Jane that says, I was trying to train my three-year-old to stay in his toddler bed and not get up at night. He had a toy box at the foot of his bed, and he was angry at having to stay in bed, so he began to lean over and take toys out of his toy box and throw them into the hall. 
I went into his room and explained if he continued to do that, I would come back with a trash bag and pick up the ones he threw out there and put them in the trash. A few moments later, the toys started flying again. True to my word, I brought a trash bag and began picking them up. To my surprise, instead of tears and protests, I heard his little voice say, Here, I don't want these either. And he threw two more out. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Um, and then... We got another one anonymously that says, always remember to call your mom and always remember that you can call your mom no matter what you've done or need. Awesome. Um, so those are all the responses that I received, I believe. I do believe, um, but I would really love to do something like this again, so if anyone, um, has any, if anyone's hearing this afterward or sees it on our page or whatever or has watched my live video now as a replay or anything like that and has a response, go ahead and leave it because I will definitely, um, love to quote things like this all the time. Um, we are always open to things like that. Um, and then I also did want to, um, share a little bit just like on the topic of like, so I got this idea about this episode because I'm just so interested in saving things for the future for my son. So I just wanted to talk about that for a minute. So I really, um, like, I mentioned this in the live video. Like, I'm really bad about keeping track on Oliver's uh, baby book. And I could not tell you uh, when he first got a tooth or the first time he laughed. Um, I was just very present in those moments. And, you know, I took pictures and videos when I could and, like, have saved mementos and things. But I did a bad job of keeping track of those kind of milestone moments. Um, but what is so uh, important to me to remember are all these little moments. Like, the stories and messages that I read to you guys just now, um, all of those are the kind of things that I want so desperately to just, like, save all of them for the future. And, um, and I love to receive ones like what Hugo said about shut the door. Because I think it's so funny and also, like, Obviously, we don't want to talk about, like, losing our parents, and we don't want to think about that happening, but, like, if that, I mean, it will happen one day, and if that time comes, like, we'll all have some messages at some point along the way, hopefully, where our parents have said things, like, about how much, um, they love us, and, you know, things like that, um, but how um, special and valuable to be able to look back and, and laugh and feel that connection with them again when you read their words to say, like, shut the door. 
uh, just to remember that, like, for a period of your parents' lives that maybe you don't even remember, that's what you were to them. You were, you know, this goofy little ray of sunshine that could not ever close the door, that was just leaving things open and running around. And um, so I think both kinds of messages are important. Like, the big ones, um, the little ones, the funny ones, the frustrated ones. Like, I think there's so much to leave our children, but to me, it's those little moments um, that are so special. They're more special to me than, like I said, when each tooth came in and different things like that. Um, I'll never save a lock of hair from Oliver's first haircut, but, you know... I've already written out, um, a story for him, not a story, but, like, I've written out the the story of my pregnancy for him, because I think it's really cool that, you know, we got to meet the Shins twice while I was pregnant with him, and he got to go to all of these different concerts, he got to, you know, when I was pregnant with him, I was playing shows, three different shows I think I played, which... Of course, now we play way more often than that, but at the time, we're still, you know, pretty new, and I was, I was very pregnant for some of those shows, and, you know, just, like, I know that he could experience the music through the womb, and, like, those are the things that I think are just, I want to save as many as I can for him to be able to look back on, um... Yeah, so it's like, that's just me personally. I don't think there's any right or wrong way to do this, you know? I mean, I think if you would like to write letters to your kid, that's cool. And if each one of them is deep and important and profound, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Or if you want to leave your kid little silly notes for the future. Another thing I'm interested in is sort of like a time capsule type of thing Like, for Oliver's first birthday, I had everyone write, um, a letter to him that I will give him, I'll give him this little gift on, I don't know, like, maybe when he graduates high school, or when he turns 18, or when he turns 21, I'm not really sure. Probably when he turns 18. But anyway, and it's, you know, it's just a letter from people from when he turned one, and you know, just little things from the party, and just, you know, I saved, like, cards from his first year, like, just because I think that it will be interesting to look back on, cards are going to look different in the future, you know, just to see the art, and just to see your, you know, grandmother's handwriting, um, and different, most of them are from his grandmas, both of them, but some are from others as well, but yeah, so, I don't know, those are the kind of things that are so interesting to me, um, to save, and I'm just very, like, I'm very interested in what other people have to say on the topic, like, I'm very interested in what you guys are saving for your kids, and that's why I wanted to know what message, what messages you hope to leave for them. Um, so thank you guys for sharing, and then, um, another thing I mentioned in the live video is that I have a playlist of songs that Oliver, um, kicked to when I was pregnant. Now, obviously, he kicked all kinds of times, because that's what babies do when you're pregnant, but these are songs that, like, when they came on, he kicked, so I felt like, 
you know, maybe he liked the songs or something? Um, anyway, let's see. So I have that playlist now, and I just thought that I would share it with you guys. It's not very long. Um, so we went to see the artist St. Vincent, and he kicked for her song Actor Out of Work. Um, I think I've told you about Oliver James, how he kicked to that song early on, and that's when he wasn't a big kicker yet. He was still pretty new to that, so we were like, okay, that's your song. Um, and he has always relaxed to it ever since, you know, being born. Um, All Along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix version. At the Shins concert, he liked the Rifle Spiral and Mine's Not a High Horse. Hosier, Take Me to Church. And then my band, Pan Forces, our song, Looking for North, which is an older song. Um, and I think he has a different favorites now for all of these artists. Like, for our band, I, I have, I'm pretty sure he's trying to sing one of our songs lately. It's crazy. I'll have to post a video sometime for you guys. It, it's so cute, and I was like, man, he's singing a specific song, and then he did it again and again, and it was a specific pattern of, like, kind of this shouting going on, and eventually then I realized that that's what one of our songs does, almost that same pattern, so I think maybe he's singing our song a pact now, um, but yeah, and, like, he was born to my favorite song, which it was totally, like, it was all play, I have... I made a playlist for when I was in labor, and I still have that, too, and um, my favorite song happened to be the one that was on when he came out, and I didn't even know it because I was focused on other things, but Seth told me, um, so he really likes that song, too, which I thought was really neat, uh, and that's a Shin song, so fully, he's a Shin's baby, but anyway, so, you know, those things change, and I make different, like, playlists and save different memories, like, those are all the kind of things that I really want to remember, and I think... I think it's useful, too, because once we get older, sometimes it's so much harder to soothe ourselves than when we're a little baby who just sucks our thumb or cuddles our teddy bear or runs to our mommy. But I think that how interesting for him that, like, if he's going through a hard time and Spotify still exists in that day, he could listen to that playlist from, you know, when he was still forming in the womb, and he could maybe feel comfort from that. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just being overly sentimental, but it was interesting to me. So anyway, yeah, if you guys have anything like that, definitely send it my way. Um, I know this is a bit of a shorter episode, but, um, I really enjoyed collecting these responses, and like I said, I hope to receive more and I will be back next week for you guys with a special guest. So stay tuned. Thanks, guys.